guys, it's been so long, I know, right? And first and foremost, what's up, you guys? I fucking have missed you. I know I know you guys have missed me too. Some more than others, but but I've been missed, right? So um yeah. I really wasn't even supposed to come back this quick, you guys. So don't get too like, you know, comfortable. Cause after this segment, I really will not be back until after I take the LSAT in June. Um, and you know, I really came back just for this episode, just for this episode. Um, cause I figured you'd appreciate this this uh, story I'm getting ready to tell you, all facts on God, right? But before I even get to that, right? Um, let me just say that I I miss you guys a lot. I miss talking to you. I miss you know being my silly self. Um, and I wanted to let you know that you guys are appreciated by me tremendously. Like you're the reason why I keep flourishing on this podcast so I want to always acknowledge that it's you guys that um keep putting me and getting me to higher heights with uh my creative uh gifts and things that I share with you and you know just all that good shit all that sentimental shit I missed you guys so yeah so um really quickly also I wanted to um acknowledge some of the latest countries that have uh fucked with me and I hadn't gotten a chance to shout them out because you know I realized they was um, listening during the time span that I wasn't you know doing any um segments so I just wanted to take a moment as I always do you guys know to um yeah show homage it's all about the homage people it's always about the fucking homage so I want to say the last time I could recall, the Netherlands and Austria was uh, the last countries to bless me with their listening ears. And then I gained three more countries. So yeah, yeah. So shout out to Kenya in the fucking building. Kenya, thank you. fucking ready so thank you kenya for loaning me your listening ears i hope you do enjoy the uh segments and um you stay with us you family now um also on that uh list is fucking thailand hey bangkok in the building super dope thank you bangkok thank you thailand for loaning me your listening ears i'm so appreciative like every time i see the word bangkok or i see anything dealing with bangkok i'm sorry it's just hangover comes to mind like you don't even know i've definitely got to get out to that country as soon as i get the funds (laughs) but yeah thank you bangkok thank you thailand um and also huge shout out to the third listening, uh, latest country listening in, which is Greece. Greece, I see you. 
and clearly you see or hear me too so and i appreciate you for that thank you for welcoming me with your listening ears and uh sticking around and showing your girl cole some love i appreciate it i won't be able to do it on this particular segment because i just want to hurry up and get into what the hell i'm even doing a segment about today it's got a million and one things i gotta do but i owe you guys i owe you guys this episode but um normally um the listeners know and to all of my new country listeners i normally would play your country's uh national anthem or song or tribute to to your country for listening to me right but just because of this type of episode I will um, do that on the next one. And I normally don't forget. If I do, I'll find a way to remember. Somebody will let me know. And then I'll, you know. So, no worries. I'll play your um, anthems uh, on my next episode when I come back fully after I take the LSAT June 12th. All right? So, which, by the way, guys, it's going it's going okay. Like, it's, it's a lot better than it was in the beginning. I'll tell you that fucking much. Like, I was stressing, guys. But, yeah, okay. So, you guys all know, especially those who've been listening to me since last year, right? Because I've been airing and doing this for the last year, you guys, right? Shout out to me. Yeah. So it's really no secret. Most of you guys should know uh, that I have never flown. Like, I've never been on a plane. I've never even seen what the fuck the airport looks like here in New York, unless it was on TV. Um, Yeah, that's my life, right? That was my life. Spirit said that was your life. That was my life, right? So I don't know if many of you guys know because... I have a lot of listeners who are collectives, who are, you know, light workers, readers, um, divine masculines, divine feminines, a lot of uh, listeners who are into um, astrology and spirituality. So for those of you guys, you probably already know this, but for my listeners who are not like heavily into that, last Tuesday, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, last Tuesday was this like super moon in Scorpio. Right. And so for those that I do speak to on a regular basis about spirituality, those who call me for readings in the morning, those that I just uh, my soul tribes and whatnot, my fellow divine feminines. Y'all know this to be true. Cole, no lies all day. You know, I keep it funky. I'm telling as many people as I fucking can. okay, about this moon that was coming last Tuesday. So I'm trying to prep people, warn people, give people an um, insight. So what's to come, right? Some telling motherfuckers like, yeah, listen, this super moon that's coming, I think it was April, I want to say it was the 26th. Was it the 26th? I want to say it was. Let me see. It was the 27th, okay. Super moon and Scorpio came the 27th. And the, the point of what that moon was going to reflect onto the world was that people who were living 
and masks, people who had ulterior motives, people who were lying to people, people who betrayed people, people who just was very toxic and low vibrational. These people who have probably gotten away with being that way for years, on top of years or months, weeks, whatever. If you were doing something prior to that moment, right? Prior to the shift that was dishonest, that was uh, in a low frequency. If you are a karmic, <laughs> karmics, if you are a karmic and you have been deceitful and lying and casting spells on people and trying to manipulate people's destiny, all that shit finna come out on Tuesday. Now, when I say finna come out, it may not exactly everything come out on Tuesday, but the layers, the veil, if it's a lot of bullshit, then the veil is starting to be lifted. But if it's just, you know, some shit that can all come out at once, oh, it's definitely coming all, coming all out at once. And I say that to say because my trip, you guys, was on Thursday. So it was right after the Super Bowl. <laughs> And Scorpio, which explains what the fuck happened on my trip, right? Okay, let's start. Now, so yeah, I, I totally never been on a plane. You guys know that moving forward. And so with this trip that I went to last week in Miami, to Miami, I should say, I went with uh, a former friend of mine and a companion of theirs. And um, I learned a lot, first and foremost, about going on trips, traveling, and allowing people to be in control of what goes on with you on your trip. Now, because I've never flown before, I tried to book me a flight. I really did, you guys. I tried to book the flight on my own. I went there to the airline, and I just got overwhelmed. I don't know why, but the process just seemed like too much. So... The person I was going on a trip with, they're more familiar with how to book flights because they've been flying for years. Like, this is what they do. So I'm like, you know, fuck it. Can you just book my flight for me? Because I'm not really comfortable and I'm not sure what I'm doing and it just seems like too much. So, you know, I trusted the person that I asked to book my flight for me simply because they're familiar with booking flights. And I learned from that, <laughs> that going forward, co, in all matters, do shit yourself. In all matters. If possible, do it your fucking self, right? And if you don't know, take the time to know. How about that? Because when you leave something, and this is just my experience, you guys, my experience. I feel as though when you leave something in the hands of somebody else, number one, you're giving them too much power. Number two, you're leaving yourself open to have things done in a way you wouldn't have liked or approved and then you can't really get too upset. Like, you can get upset with how things reacted or the consequences of things, but then you do have to take accountability for the fact that this may not have happened if you would've just did the shit yourself. And this is why you have that saying, if you want something done right, do it yourself, precisely. I If I didn't get it before, I fucking got it now. So, <laughs> I didn't really know anything about anything with this trip, right, that I was going to, other than when I was supposed to be at the airport 
and when I was coming back. Um, I knew that I was staying in a condo, but I didn't know where this condo was. I didn't know the address to the condo. And initially I didn't really, you know, stress out because I was going with somebody that I'm cool with, I'm comfortable with. So I'm thinking everything's on up and up and like you're not stressing having that information because I trust the person I'm going with and it didn't really seem that important at the time, right? Like, so no, I wasn't stressing it. No, I didn't get any information sent to me about the condo and I paid half for it, but I wasn't stressing that, right? Because to me at the time, it wasn't important. <laughs> yeah. So... I get to uh, Newark Airport, and uh, I'm looking for this terminal, and I'm like looking on my phone, like let me look again to see what airline I'm taking. And then that's when I it dawns on me that I've never even heard of this fucking airline, this Frontier. So I can hear a bunch of you guys. <laughs> already. This is what I already hear from you guys. I love you guys. Say what? Again, you guys, I don't know anything about what's going on other than to show up. So when I show up to this airline, mm, 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 this terminal, my mother's a frequent flyer. She's looking at this shit like, what the fuck is Frontier? What is that? I, I don't know, mom. I'm looking at my mother like, I don't fucking know. You're asking a person who does not fly. So I was told that if my suitcase was over a certain amount of weight, then I would have to... Um, check it on the plane if it wasn't then i can carry it on right you guys it sound about right right so i'm putting my suitcase on this weight shit and it says it's 25 fucking pounds which i should have been able to carry it on the fucking uh plane with me which is what i was able to do but this is where it got really weird i was charged to carry my bag onto the plane like I just didn't understand that like my mom was looking like what the fuck is this normally you get in, you charge to have it checked like the baggage claim or whatever so, you know that way but if it comes on the plane with you and you could put it in the overhead compartment why the fuck did I get charged $55 for that so yeah fuck you Frontier for a lot of reasons but let's start with that one so I'm like you know what my fuck it if that's their policy, whatever. We already know this is a funny ass shit, but whatever. All right. Again, must I stress this is my first time flying. Okay. And most people know I have a real, uh, I had a real bad fear of flying, a fear of planes. Like it was really bad, like really bad, like really bad. And this is why it took for me to be 38 years old before I, you know, until I finally got on a fucking plane. Like, it was really bad. But I'm, I am grateful that I was able to, you know, get past my fears and step up to the challenge and get it done. Only to learn that it's really not that bad. But let's keep, let's keep, let's stick to the script. Let's stick to the script, right? So, I'm sitting here, you guys. 
And uh, I check in and all that good shit. My flight is supposed to pull out at 11.59 a.m. And so the person that's meeting me in Miami, or the persons, because they have somebody with them, so I'm the only one really traveling by myself. They're supposed to be meeting me in Miami, and their flight, according to them, was at 6 a.m. So, you know from New York to Miami, it's about three hours, because that's how, that's how long I was on the flight. From where the person I was meeting in Miami was traveling from is only an hour and a half. Now, I don't think they knew or realized that I would have figured that out. But this is where it gets interesting. <laughs> so I'm at the little waiting area waiting for the flight. It's uh, about nine something in the morning. Um, I get a text from the person that's supposed to be meeting me in Miami and they're like, Oh, I don't know who you booked this rental with, but they're not in the airport. So I'm reading the text like, what the fuck is this? Because I did book a rental car while on the phone with the person that's sending me the text. And you know we're renting a car. You know, you do everything. They give you the confirmation that everything went through. And then, you know, they'll send you the information to your email. It's now up to you to follow up, go through your email, and do whatever else needs to be done. So, apparently, this person didn't do all of that. Because they're telling me now, the day of the trip, that they've arrived in Miami and there's no um, there's no car there. So, I'm really confused because I'm like, first of all, we're not going to act like I didn't do what I did because I did. Second of all, if that's the case and you notice that there's no fucking car there, uh, every airport has a car rental. I don't understand why we're calling me with, you know, aggression. You can tell from how somebody texts something. And if you actually know them, then you definitely know where their energy is when they're texting you whatever the fuck it is they're texting you so I'm like listen uh I did what I was supposed to do I don't know what happened I'm not sure why you never even checked your email during the time that I made the reservations why are you just now like whatever if you say it's not there then get another one like you're in a fucking airport like I don't understand what the problem is like I'm a problem solver I don't dwell on problems I'm a problem solution so I find solutions so, there's a problem. You don't seem to be able to think of a solution. Here's one type of time. You know what I mean? So, I'm also at this time. This is a very important information. Just stick a pen in it. Because I didn't realize at this time that in the time frame that this person is texting me to tell me that they don't know who I booked the car rent, the, the rental with because there's no body there at the airport they're telling me this at 9 45 in the morning now this is the truth of the matter you have already arrived in miami for at least an hour and a half based on the time of your flight so where this person is traveling from if their flight was at six in the morning they would have hit miami no later 
than 8 a.m. I want to say, because it's only an hour and a half, you guys, from where they're flying from to get to Miami. However, they're texting me three hours after their flight as if they just arrived based on the text that they're sending me. Like, I don't know who you booked this car rental with, but it's not here at 945. So already it's a red flag. Like, what the fuck is going on here? All right, whatever. I tell them, hey, why don't you just get another rental from one of the other fucking rental cars in the airport? So, before I get on my flight, they ask me, well, what time does your flight arrive? I let them know, 2.45. All right, so now my fucking flight comes, and I get on a flight, you guys, and this, what plane? This shit looks like the Peter Pan bus. Like, I was so disappointed for this to be my first flight. I'm not even sure why this person booked me on this flight. I'm not the kind of person that is focused on uh how you say like I'm not a cheap person right I I don't live beyond my means I'm definitely not rich or wealthy in terms of monetary I'm wealthy and other things but I don't do anything unless I'm going to be able to do it comfortably and I enjoy myself so and it, and, it, and the individual knows that so for it to be my first flight my first experience they already know, just like you guys know, how terrified I was of flying. Wouldn't it be safe to say to put me on the most accommodating flight that I could afford? You know what I'm saying? I got on this flight and I couldn't eat, like I was flabbergasted. Like, what the fuck is this? Looks like a big ass charter bus, okay? I'm upset because. I can't even tell the difference between first class and coach. There is no difference. It's just fucking seats, people. There is no fucking curtain. I know that because my ticket was four. By the way, 444 was real prevalent on my uh, trip, and I actually know why now. Like, I was coming out of gate 44. My my seat was four. (laughs) Like, there you go. So, spirit was all with me. But um, back to this horrendous fucking flight. Um... I get on this shit and I got, I got an aisle seat. I'm t- totally upset because I can't look out the window. All right? I can't fucking look out the window. Um, I wanted to fucking look out the fucking window. Um, so I'm just really disappointed. It's very tight and, the, and I feel tight, right? Can't pull the seat back. There's no TVs. There's no fucking Wi-Fi access. There's no charging your phone. People, people! Three hours of this shit in the air. Wow! That's what he said. That's what I said. That's what everybody fucking said. Three hours on a flight for the first time, first experience flying in, and it's this? Now, a lot of my family members was laughing like, oh, he was on a soul plane, um, he was on a soul plane plane. No, I wasn't. Cause at least with the soul plane plane, you had an option. I didn't have no fucking option. 
See, on the soul plane, you had business class, first class. You didn't have to sit in that crazy ass, you know, welfare section of the plane where the uh, the compartments were like lockers and shit. And the, y'all know, y'all remember what the fuck that area of the plane was and looked like. That was based on your choice and buying the cheapest tickets. I'm not a person, especially if you're going on vacation. Like I could see if I had to just jump, you know, jet somewhere real quick and I, I, I need to fight with like whatever's available, then fine. You know what I'm saying? Also, if I have been known for flying for a while, but I would have never put anybody on that kind of flight that I was on if it was their first time flying. Like, definitely would have. I would have given them options. I would have said, well, what do you want? Like, how do you want your flight to be? That's just dead wrong. Nonetheless, it was a horrible flight. I reached Miami at 2.30. I text my, my uh, friend at the time, like, listen, I'm here. Because, again, when I was in Newark... She kept asking me, what time is my flight arriving? And I thought that was weird because I had already given her all this information. Why do you keep asking me what time my flight is arriving? What difference do it make, right? You obviously going to be there before me. If you're on a 6 o'clock a.m. flight and you're closer to Florida than I am, your flight is only an hour and a half, mine is three. So, yeah, I'm not understanding. But anyway, <laughs> I get there and... Let's give, let's give uh, the individual name. So, Rose. So Rose says, <laughs> Rose says, when I uh, text. Oh, excuse me, not when they text. Y'all gotta forgive me too. I'm rolling. Yeah, give me a second. <laughs> yeah. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me light this blunt because I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to fucking tell you, motherfuckers. Y'all don't even know. So they call me back and they like, um, yeah, uh, we about, we'll be 40 minutes late. It's traffic. Now, motherfuckers, that ain't what I needed to hear, okay? I just got on a fucking flight from hell, and this is my first experience, so I cannot even forget this shit because I always got to remember this is the first time I took a plane isn't when I had this crappy-ass flight, right? Now when I reach fucking Miami, it's dead blazing, all right? What I got on was for New Jersey. I'm not, I'm not saying I got on a winter coat and shit, but I did have on, you know, um, leggings and, you know, I was wearing black. Um, so I'm hot, motherfuckers. So I don't understand if your flight is at 6 a.m. and you probably arrived to Miami at 8. If I'm here at 2.30, why the fuck do I need to wait for you to come get me? And it's going to be about 40 minutes. Now, if it was me and I took a trip with somebody and I pulled in five hours early, earlier than their flight arrived, they, they wouldn't even have to call me to tell me, yo, I'm here. Because I would have already known if they flight pull in at one, whatever I'm doing, I mean, excuse me, at two or two thirty, whatever I'm doing by one o'clock, I need to start making my way to that airport. It's only fucking right. Right? Right. Okay. No, that's not what I got. What I got was attitude, like I was inconveniencing other motherfuckers, okay? 
to tell me it's going to be 40 minutes late. So I'm, I'm going to be we running 40 minutes late. So I'm really aggravated, honestly. Because, you guys, my trip was already hated on. My the fucking menstrual came a whole fucking week early. So already I could tell somebody ain't want me to get no buns. But sucks be to you because that shit left at some point on the vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right? <laughs> so there, there you go, hater. But from the time that I'm traveling, right, I had a flow was with me. So I'm traveling with Aunt Flo with me, right? In the fucking heat. I arrive where I arrive only to have to wait a whole hour for somebody to pick me up. I can't take a cab to where the fuck I'm going because guess what, you guys? I don't even know where the fuck I'm going. Mm, mm, mm. But I know I paid for wherever the fuck I'm going to be sleeping at, but I don't know where the fuck I'm sleeping at. Yeah, that type of shit. So who would not be upset? Who would not be aggravated under those circumstances? Who would not be, at the very least, frustrated? And I think if the shoe was on the other foot and I was doing that to someone else, I could honestly understand their frustration. Because that shit is crazy. Already, on a Thursday, first day in, already crazy. So they eventually get to me, Rose and... uh. Lilac, right? Let's call them Lilac. <laughs> the other person they was with, Lilac. That's the only thing different from this story is the names. I'm changing the names, right? Everything I tell you, you guys, in this story, you know I have no reasons to lie. I'm a light worker. Is the truth and the utmost fucking truth, right? So Lilac and Rose pull up. And I get in. And Rose is like already defensive with an attitude. Oh, I don't know what your problem is. It's not my fault. You had that, you know, your flight. I, I, I. But in all actuality, it is your fault because you booked this flight, my nigga. Like, I never, you know what I'm saying? Had you asked me where I wanted to be on my flight or at least explain what came with the flight or who the fuck Frontier was in the first place because I ain't never seen no commercial for this fucking plane or this airline. Maybe. But you didn't do that. So nobody's paying for me on this trip. I paid for this shit. And I'm not happy with what the fuck I paid for. The experience was trash. It was horrendous. So go through that and then still have to wait for people to pick me up who arrived in Miami about six hours before I did. All right, so we're in the back of the car now. I'm in the back seat of the car, right? And so with the rental, it was explained that, okay, listen, because we're going to a concert out there in Miami, and the way they advertised this concert, which, by the way, was really fucking confusing, they were like, yeah, it's a drive through concert, you know, you need a car and all this other shit, and, you know, I was trying to get more explanation on what the fuck they meant by that, but I couldn't seem to reach anybody in event bright that could explain it, so... We're under the impression that to go to this event, we we need a car. So that's the reason why we rented a car in the first place. So the car rental was 400 and it was supposed to be split between me and Rose. I'm trying to figure out, and I asked this question, if it's three of us in this car, why isn't this being split between three people? Common sense, right? The answer I received, which was not a sufficient response, if you ask me, was, oh, Lilac 
doesn't really drive and won't be driving long di- won't be driving the vehicle and doesn't really drive long distance. So it will only be me and Rose that's driving. But the person is still going to be in the car, true or not true. So why would they not like they still benefiting from being driven around even if they're not driving? I don't understand again why this person is being exempt from having to put in the pot for a vehicle they're also going to be enjoying. Like, that's just common sense. But this is what's being told to me. No, 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 this person don't need to pay. Just me and you. All right, fuck it, me and you, right? So, that's two for me, two for them. So, back to me being in the back of, back seat of this car, they came to get me in. I guess this is supposed to be the rental, you guys, that... They picked up because uh, according to Rose at 948, um, there was the, the one that I booked wasn't there. So when I get in the car, they're like, we got some friends out there in Miami already. And that's from New York. And they're like, yo, we're on our way to go see them so we could get some butt. Now, immediately I'm in my head like, wait, what? Why? I'm going to tell you why this makes sense in a little bit. But at that moment, it made no fucking sense, you guys. Because I'm like, y'all niggas been here for five fucking hours. Common sense would have told y'all to do all this running the fuck around before you got to me. I mean, at the very least, you had five hours to do it. Which will also make me wonder, then how the fuck are you getting to me an hour late? If you ain't got no but you didn't do no running around for you. You didn't do anything that benefited the vacation because you're waiting to get butt now that you don't got me. So what the fuck? I'm curious. What the fuck was y'all doing for five hours that y'all got to me a whole hour late? Clearly it wasn't getting the butt because now y'all wait till y'all pick me up to get the butt. Okay, that makes no fucking sense, you guys. But that's what happened. We get to the homie house and uh, we chilling, we vibing, smoking, regular shit. So we get there about four. You guys, I have yet to reach the condo. I have yet to put my luggage up. I have yet to get out of these clothes and take a shower. Because you recall, Aunt Flo is flowing with me, right? I've yet to get a chance to do any of those things. I'm literally at someone else's house in their backyard for the next five hours. (coughs) And so I'm fucking pissed. I'm super pissed. (coughs) I spent the ha- I spent $50 and went half with rolls on a half, right? Now usually when you buy half or you buy anything with somebody and y'all and y'all going, y'all splitting it down the middle, I'm supposed to get my shit and you take your shit, right? That's how it goes. That's how it's always went. I just did that shit a month ago with rolls, bought two halves, and we would break up what's hers, what's mine. But this didn't go that way on this trip. I never even got anything that was mine. So what I'm saying is I paid $50 and never got my own weed. What I got was a couple of blunts rotating while we was in the backyard of the uh, friend's house that we went to see. So I know that ain't supposed to be my $50 because I barely even smoked off those blunts. But I'm telling you, the $50 that I paid for towards that half, I never got my percentage of the bud. So that's one thing. We leave uh, 
our people's house about nine o'clock at night. So the whole fucking Thursday, which I'm pissed for because I got here in enough time to where I should have been able to go to my room, take a shower, get dressed and hit the fucking street, right? Hit the town. About five o'clock, I should have been able to hit the fucking town. No, not at all. We leave where we were at to now drive to the fucking uh, condo. And I noticed the license plate on the car that we were in. The license plate happens to be the plates from the state that Rose and Lalak is from. So now I'm like, wait a fucking minute. <laughs> you can't make this shit up, you guys. I wish I was making this shit the fuck up. How in the fuck is a car that you rented here in Miami have plates coincidentally from the state that you and homegirl is from? Okay, we're going to put a pin in that. We're going to put a pin in that one. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I say to Rose, wow, how y'all get a car with the plates from where y'all from? They all like, over. I still ain't figured it out yet. Thank you, spirit. But I'm going to eventually, you guys. Y'all probably figured it out already. Because that shit just don't make no fucking sense. But okay. We arrived to where I think is the condo, but wait, it's not the fucking condo. It's Walmart, people. No, yeah, I'm so serious. It's fucking Walmart. So I'm getting more and more upset inside because it's not 30 at night and we're going into Walmart to pick up things. I don't fucking need shit from Walmart. And in my opinion, if y'all needed something from Walmart, again, y'all have been in Miami for five fucking hours. Why wasn't all of these things like the bud, like whatever last minute shit you getting out of Walmart, done then? Why are we doing this shit now at 9.30 at night? Okay, all right. So I'm pissed. They shopping around Walmart like this is the highlight of the trip. Get the belongings from Walmart. We now get back in the car, go to the condo, walk in. It's a nice condo too, by the way. I noticed the rooms. Now here's the rooms, you guys. There's two rooms. There's a bedroom with two queen-size beds, and then there's a bedroom that looks like it's a bedroom inside of, it's like an apartment inside of the apartment. So Rose gave that room to Lilac. So Lilac, and Lilac's not paying for the car or anything like that, but she gets the biggest room that has the refrigerator, has the bathroom. And I'm sharing the room with Rose. So it dawns on me, like, why the fuck am I sharing the room with you when you came down here with Lilac? Shouldn't y'all be, like, y'all know each other, right? I know you, but y'all know each other. Y'all came down here together. I came by myself. So wouldn't it be feasible to be in the room, y'all two together, and let me have my own room? Oh, no. God forbid we let Cole do that, right? Because that room was what I just described, fire ass room by itself. So I think it was a little bit of 
I don't know, hate, jealousy, whatever it was, I don't understand why that room was given a homegirl. But it was, right? So I come in, it's 9.45, I don't got a choice, I, this is my bed. So I'm like, uh, okay, whatever. You know what, Cole, we're not gonna do this, we're gonna make the best of this vacation. Jump in the shower, because we were all supposed to go to the club, we waiting on that call. Jump in the shower, everybody's getting showered up. And yes, I finally get to jump in the shower at 9.45 at night since I took a shower that morning traveling to Miami in the fucking heat. Everybody's taking showers. I'm seeing people putting on pajamas and shit. So I'm like, what the fuck? It's not even 10 o'clock. I don't even sleep this early in New York. Like I'm usually up to three in the morning doing tarot, readings, talking to motherfuckers. So why the fuck am I getting in the bed at 10 o'clock at night on my vacation in Miami? So I look at Rose and I'm like, yo, you going to sleep? Rose, I am, I'm tired. So I'm completely disappointed. You can see how my first night and my first day in Miami went, bullshit. My nigga, my nigga, do I need to recap? The flight was fucked. I had to wait an hour for people to come pick me up when they was already in this state for the last five hours. I didn't never get a chance to drop my stuff off straight from the, from the airport to the car is where I went. I was damn near hostage in a car for five hours or, or, or in, a, in a situation where I couldn't move to my own leisure. I couldn't go to this room by myself. And by the time I finally get to this room, you see what time it is? And now everybody's talking something, they going to sleep on an hour vacation at 10 o'clock at night. Really? Yeah, right. Not me. I'm going to the beach. Even if it's just to sit there and vibe with nature. I'm not about to sit here on my vacation and go to sleep at 10 o'clock at night when I don't even do that at home. And definitely not in no fucking, nobody's fucking Miami. You're bugging. So if that's what they wanted to do, so be it. That's what they did, not me. So I enjoyed myself on the beach. There was a bonfire out there, met some people, talk. I'm friendly, I got an awesome, uh, awesome aura about myself. Great energy. So I'm always going to be able to talk to people and people are gonna gravitate to me. That's just who I am. And so I spoke, I, got, I met people out there. You know, I was in a great mood. Um, and so I stayed out there till like one in the morning. Came back in the house about 1.30, went to sleep. That's only Thursday, you guys. Friday, I wake up. And I left Thursday and Thursday, as you should, when you are a person that's really a high vibrational being. Like, whatever happened then, that was then moving forward. Wake up in a great mood. Um, I send Rose $200. Now, remember, I'm supposed to be going... I'm, I'm, I'm... I'm a woman of my word. If nothing else, I keep my word. My word is my bond. Two things, I'm not a liar, and I, when I say something, I follow through. My follow through game is amazing, okay? So, I already knew from Thursday that I was gonna end up getting my own rent suit. Cause I felt like, one, there was going to be too much tension with this vehicle. Two, I wanted to go see my uncle who also lives out in Florida. I was gonna attempt to make, I was, go, I was attempting to go see my uncle out in Florida. So I'm like, you know what? 
let me just get my old vehicle. And thirdly, because of the concert and the way tickets was purchased. So the tickets that I purchased <coughs> wasn't the same section they purchased their tickets in. Whatevs. Um, so I wake up in the morning, you guys, and I'm playing dig a hole. <laughs> hove all day. I'm dig a hole, dig a hole. Hey, that's my shit, too. Send home for the 200 <laughs> cash app. Then I'm like, a buck 50 is for the car and 50 is for the bud. Mind you, again, you guys, I never got my own bud to the side. Like, never did anybody say, here, Cole, this is for you. But I still gave Shorty the $50. Now, I don't feel like I need to pay $200 for the rental. Because, number one, I'm not in this rental driving. All I did was get picked up from the airport and sit in the back fucking seat. Shorty, the uh, the girl who accompanied her, who was allegedly not supposed to be driving or didn't drive long distances, was the one driving last night. That Thursday, excuse me. Thursday night. So... Yeah, I'm not paying 200. I'll give you a buck 50. And again, I'm paying a buck 50 for a car that I did not drive. Only you and Shorty did. All I did was sit in the back seat. But because the arrangements were, I was going to go half with you, I honored that. Here's a buck 50 for the rental. Here's 50 for the bud that I did not get. Rose wakes up like a demon out of hell. Oh, where's the other $50? No good morning. No old cold. I got the uh, money, but, you know, I thought none of that. Just nastiness. Just pure nastiness. Where's the other $50? And I'm looking at Rose like, other $50? Shorty, are you serious right now? You, you can't ask Shorty who got that room all to herself? For the $50, because she did drive us here last night, did she not? She's driving. Why she can't put in 50? To be honest, she should be paying a whole 200. You and her should really be in this little deal, because I'm not even driving this vehicle. But because I did make arrangements with you to go half, yeah, I could give you a buck 50 since she drove it, and I have not even put a fucking foot on a gas pedal in this vehicle. It's only right she should put in that $50. I don't know a person in the world who don't see it that way. This individual went ballistic. Oh, that wasn't the plan. That wasn't what we agreed. I mean, really going bipolar postal, like for $50. First of all, I'm standing there shocked and amazed. Like, hold on. Are we really going crazy? First of all, one, over $50. Two, over something that you allege wasn't part of the plan when honey... Since yesterday, it didn't seem like anything was going according to the plan. And I, I let it rock out. I flowed. You imagine I getting $50? $50? And you just got $200? And you ain't even give me my share of the butt? Really? You know what? No doubt. Here, send a $50. Bomb. Because I'm a bitch. I don't got time for that. It's the principle. And I also want to show the person it ain't about the money. It was never about the money. Because if it was, look at here. Bonk sent the $50. I said, yo, I don't know what all of this is about. But you got the $50, all right? So that should be it, right, y'all? In a, in, a, in, a, in a world where things make sense, if you arguing about something and then you get what you was arguing about not getting, 
That should be it, right? No, it wasn't it. They kept going. Had no argument left, but kept on arguing. How can you? So that means it ain't about the money then. You just using or was using that as a ploy to just be negative and toxic. So now tell them, yo, how you still arguing about something you already received? Like, you made a fuss about it. You got it in like not even a minute. And yet you still arguing? No, because that was some slime shit. I'm laughing in my head like, wow, this is going left. So I go like, let me, let me, let me eradicate myself from this energy. Cause yeah, I don't, not today, Satan. So I go on the fucking balcony and I'm like, let me just get in my woosah moment. Cause ain't nobody going to steal my motherfucking joy. You crazy if you think that's happening. So, um. I get on the balcony, I, sl- I-, I light me a cigarette, and I go on Instagram, and I notice Rosa deleted me from social- all social medias. So now I'm like, wow, I'm, again, this is, we grown, grown. I'm 38, Rose, like, early 40s. This is what we're doing? <laughs> like, yo, whole eye opener like wait a minute this trip became the trip from hell like who am I on this trip with now because it can't possibly have gotten to this extent this quick over what though okay yeah I can already see I ain't trying to be around none of y'all no more that's it for the trip ain't no more group trip it's my trip now So that's what happened. I end up turning a trip that was supposed to be a pleasant trip with, you know, grown women into a grown woman trip pleasantly for me. Okay. I went, got my rental and hit Miami and had a fucking blast. And it taught me a lot about people traveling with people, how to travel, how to book things, what to be mindful of what to look out for and I'm just so grateful that I went on this trip in a position where I was on my boss shit because if you are not in a position to fully expect the unexpected then I wouldn't I I, I wouldn't even go on a vacation but with all that being said a lot of petty shit was just going the fuck on from the time that I arrived to my departure like my departure flight out was supposed to be at four o'clock when I get there I find out that the flight was canceled and whoever booked my flight which we know wasn't me was already told this prior like a month or two prior so they knew that the flight had got canceled didn't tell me or the time rather got canceled that flight time got canceled and they didn't even bother to book me another flight like So you was just waiting for me to find out when I get there type shit? Because that's what happened. As if you didn't do enough fuckery throughout the trip. Like, it just was like, oh, wow. Like, came in on a nasty note, left on a nasty note. But I refused to let that shit affect my trip. Because I actually had a blast. Like, I did tours. I went to the beach. I drove everywhere I could drive. I went to a concert. Like, I went out to eat. Like, yeah, what? Who's going to have a fucked up time? I paid for this trip. I'm going to have a blast as much as I can within a time frame that I can. You know what I'm saying? Like, just nasty. Um, But me 
having the spirit guides that I have, having the common sense that I have, having good people in my life that I spoke with, and we put our heads together, we came up with what actually happened and some of the missing links to this fucking trip. One being the time span, because that just kept sticking out for me. Like, it's not making sense if wherever you traveled from, you got to Miami in about less than two hours. How could you come get me late if you didn't run and get by? You didn't do anything prior to that. So it's not making sense why you would arrive late. This is what happened. And this is why the person ended up giving me rose. By the time I hit home, $200 was given back to me. And it wasn't because... Rose felt bad or Rose realized what they did. No, Rose realized I was going to see the truth in everything that transpired. Rose never took a flight. Couldn't have. Couldn't have. They drove from their state. That's why the plates were from their state. So either it was one or two things. Either it was one of their vehicles, their personal vehicles, or they rented a vehicle from their state. Either way, they did not rent or that car we was in did not come from Miami like the rental I had. That's number one. Number two, they didn't take no flight to no Miami because had they took a flight, they would arrive there, like I said, about eight in the morning, according to when their flight left at six. And you would have realized at eight in the morning when you arrived or 830 that there was no car rental uh, no car that we booked there at the airport for you. It wouldn't have took you to 947 to ask me then, or to not even ask me to tell me at that time, oh, I don't know who you booked this car with. So it was like things were done just to kind of drag the lie or make the lie look like it's the truth. Because uh, from six to nine, Right? Your flight is at 6 a.m. Unless you coming from New York, why would you have arrived at Miami at 9 in the morning? You know what I'm saying? It's too much. Yeah. Yeah. A bunch of bullshit. A bunch of bullshit. Unnecessary bullshit. But I learned you guys a valuable fucking lesson. Book your own flight, co number one that's what we're gonna start off with that booking my own flight two getting my own room i don't go give a fuck who i'm going out anywhere with anymore and three make sure the people that you're traveling with are good people to be traveling with Maybe sometimes the people that you are around are only good for certain areas, right? Clearly, this wasn't a travel buddy. <laughs> By any means. And it really did affect going forward the dynamics of how me and that individual will engage with one another. We won't. All because of lies. So I'm going to leave it there, you guys. That's pretty much what happened 
in terms of things going quite left with the company I was with. But the concert in uh, Killer Fest was good. I really enjoyed Miami. I fucking love Miami, by the way. Like, I wanted to move to Miami, you guys. Like, as soon as I got the fuck out there, I'm thinking like, well, I got this master's in criminal justice. Let me start looking yeah, online. Um, yeah, because I don't know. It's something about the state just made me feel like this is where I'm supposed to fucking be. I love you, New York. You know, I love you. But if I could, I would make Miami my second home. I totally would. I totally would. It's just something about the life out there. I don't know. And I only got like, what, two and a half days, Friday and Saturday. Can't count Thursday. And I don't count Sunday because I left Sunday. So, but when I go back out there, I will be out there for like a week or more. I can't be out there for no two fucking days. That's preposterous. Like, what? had a blast and I was driving around that bitch like I was from there that I think that was the most fun me just driving around Miami going from place to place going from where I wanted to go to where I need to be like shout out to my uncle for sending me money shout out to everybody (laughs) and the family was holding the bitch down with more funds more funds yes thank you to my family because I'm quite loved who was just not feeling the way I was treated on that trip. And it was just like nasty. And you know, you know, it is what it is though. That's my truth. And that's just what it is. Truth and all truth. So you guys, I just wanted to give you a little heads up on what the fuck happened with me. But you know, Cole's always good. Always good out this bitch. And um, I will touch bases with you guys in June and let you know how this LSAT exam went all right so wish me luck and speak to you later later you guys (laughs) hello no one is available to take your call please leave a message after the tone